hello everybody this is april stutzman we got another episode here for you of glory stories i'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of god some of the first times they experienced the presence of god how they cultivated the presence of god and different stories that impacted their life whether it was transformation and the glory miracles that happen and i want you to be a part of what this guest has to say how they have experienced the heart of god in his presence so that you my friend can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of god in your everyday life so i'd like to welcome my special guest that i'm interviewing <laughs> all right guys I'm just going to dive into this so me and Adam can can start unpacking it. And I just want to bind any distraction for you guys before we get started. So Lord, I just ask the glory would sweep over everybody under the sound of our voice. That you would just give them revelation. And Lord, I just ask that you uh, just find all distraction. Just speak to their heart about this Elijah invitation. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for revelation. In Jesus' name. So thank you, Adam, for coming back on. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, yeah. For you guys that don't know Adam, he he is uh, a higher, like, seer prophet in the word, according, like, 1 Samuel 9-9 talks about seer prophet. It's one of his strengths. And he's apostolic, prophetic, signs and wonders, been around the world. Um, You've authored, was it seven books now? This is your seventh? I think seventh or eighth, not sure, seventh but it's about seventh. Eighth. Yeah, yeah. And, and the I've Divinity co-authored Code. Three with Adrian, yeah. And the Divinity Code, go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to show that one off because if you don't have it, you have to get that one. But we're going to be unpacking his, yeah. his new book. But thanks for coming back on. We finally got it working. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let, let's share some glory stories. Um, you've been to Ukraine since the last time you've been on here. And you've been... <clears throat> You've been to America. Y'all been a little bit everywhere. Yeah, I, um, I've been on the road. I, I'm probably on the road when you add it all up around about nine to ten months a year. Yeah. So we do. Yeah. I do quite a few tours with Adrian. I do some of my own. Uh, we do we do separate stuff. But God put Adrian and I together oh. ten years ago. We actually <laughs> we're only ten. I was saying today with Adrian, it's been ten years. Wow. Pretty much we've been ministering together. So when God puts something together, it's and he ordains it, it's a success, even though we're completely different. But um uh I uh yeah, I was um in two thousand nineteen last year I did a, a, a quite a long European tour and uh so, so it was Italy, um uh Germany and also Ukraine. Uh I did quite a bit of ministry uh, throughout Europe, which is which is wonderful. Ukraine's a beautiful place, and we had. Uh, I must say, it was interesting on this tour. Um, when I was in Italy, of all places, one of the places uh, I've been some rough places in the world, and I still, you know, praise God, seeing people getting blessed and healed and delivered, and the people are beautiful no matter how how um, intense the place is, but. Uh, uh, I always I always thought about doing a, a conference in Tuscany, and I finally did one in Tuscany in, in Italy, 
which is beautiful overlooking when you're there, you overlook the vineyards and the, and I, I did a conference where they actually had a, a well-known, famous opera singer doing the worship. So having wow. her worshiping the Lord in Italian and the anointing, oh, wow. the glory came, which is incredible. I've never experienced, you never experienced such thick glory. And uh, when I was ministering, and some of you may know in the ministry when I have the, the angel of the Lord, and for those who are new, have never heard of me, just for the record, I don't worship angels. I worship the Messiah, Yeshua. Uh, but there's an angelic realm around us, and I have an angel that comes and gives me gives words of knowledge and gives me visions, shows me what's going on with people's lives, and the Lord does the deliverance or healings or miracles. But what happened is I was ministering the glory in Italy, and in, in, it was actually Florence, the city was. The glory was so thick, my translator couldn't stand. She was just weeping in the power of God. She just had to hang on to the onto the uh, pulpit, but she just, she hit the deck and, and the power of God was so strong. So I, I couldn't actually speak anything or I just had to just pray in the spirit and pray in tongues because the glory is so thick and the people were face down in the glory. So, you know, it's it's amazing when you do medicine, you, you sense the presence of the Holy Spirit. When you see, sense the presence of the Holy Spirit, it's one thing, but when you get the manifestation of the, of, of the glory if the person is just incredible, you know. It uh, is. When God just steps into the room. So that's what happened in Italy, and it happened on the same tour in Ukraine as well, although the translator didn't fall over, but she was really weeping and, you know, the, she was really moved by the Holy Spirit to the point where she it, she stopped the start because the presence was so strong. And, that's uh, what I I love about you guys. You just go and you you equip into the nations. You know that's our mandate from the Lord. You know you you guys go yeah. and disciple. Yeah, and you know I've seen a lot in ministry, and I I, I love doing what I'm doing. Um, uh, if God wasn't moving, seeing mm-hmm. seeing deliverance and healings, and if you if you didn't see the miraculous when you're on the road, I w- I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, for but when like I see Moses, the, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd, I'd rather be at home. But when I see the glory of God manifest, mm-hmm. you know, it's so much worth it to sort of see that. And and it's really a, it's a pleasure to do it unto the Lord, just to be a vessel mm-hmm. and just to be obedient. And he does everything else. you just got to be available. But God opens the doors that no one can shut, says that in Revelation 3, 7 and Isaiah 22, 22. So... A lot of people, I see people, young people trying to push the door open, really jostling for ministry. But if you, you know, if God opens a door and releases you and ordains you to do it, you know, you see the glory of God. You see the manifestation because if you push the door open and you you jump the gun, as the Aussies say, you actually, um, you will, uh, you know, you, you can be self-promoted too easily, uh, too too early, I should say, and uh, and and your things can start to be in the flesh if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you so might not be ready to carry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Encourage you. There's times where, when I minister, you know, I do it all over the world, and and it's very humbling, and I've been doing it for years now. But in the in the early years, about 20 years ago, I prayed in tongues. Come on. For for hours a day, I, I, there's, there's a lot of closet time of just praying in the spirit, listening oh. to the word, having these visions and encounters, and experiencing God. But but you know you try and tell people 
no one want to listen to you. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the religious institution, a lot of them didn't understand. But when you actually, I mean, there's a period for two years, it's in one of my books called The Supernatural Man. Where I, I prayed in tongues for six hours a day, five days a week for two years. Wow. And that oh, wasn't really? an exaggeration. It's not about time. It's not about yeah, numbers. Yeah. But I was just so passionate for the will of God. I, had, I was pretty much over my life, the way I was living. And I was, I was a Christian, the, glory, the presence and the grace was over my life, but I just wanted to fulfill the destiny and the mandate of God. He had what he had for me. So I was mm. praying in tongues for years and uh, they were lonely days uh, in the natural, but in the spirit, I had the presence of God. I wasn't lonely at all. It was actually, um, uh, I had this relationship and the intimacy with the Lord was amazing. So, and if I didn't do that, I didn't, experience the glory in those early days and praying in the spirit and having those encounters, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. So I just want to encourage you, you know, um, you can you don't despise small beginnings, you know. Yeah. Amen. Because we don't want to get ahead of the Lord and we, you won't be able to carry, you know, there's a, there's a process that I love that you guys walk through it as you're, you walk into your gifts and callings where you're purified and you become mature to be able to yeah. press into intercession when you need to go to region. So that's a powerful mm. tool for everybody mm. under the sound of our voice to wait till God opens Amen. that door and, and to be wise with the doors that open, know which ones mm. that are gods and which ones are not. Right. <laughs> Did you ever have that exactly. happen, Adam? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You come into situations where you know that you walk through the wrong door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but you know, there's more. The divine doors are more ha- are happening more. So you know, you make mistakes, you live and learn. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on. The ministry run too is. Um, I've learned so much with ministry. Um, people are really some young people go. Ah, oh, I really want to do what you do, and I said, you don't know, you don't know what you're asking for. They <laughs> <laughs> don't because, know the weight of it, do they? Yeah, the weight of it, and also. Uh, what you see too, uh, you've got to be really walking in spirit because there's a lot of unbelievable people of God on the road and, and, and amazing people of God, but you see some counterfeits and you go, wow. So uh, without mentioning names, but you just, it is confronting. And if you're not built up and you're fair enough, you can fall away and be discouraged, but you just got to keep going. And yeah, then yeah. you see the real manifestation of God's presence and you just keep your eyes on the orphan and finish of our faith. Amen. Yeah, it's kind of like that saying that, you know, you build for Jesus and only Jesus. Yeah, that's it. So anybody under the sound of our voice, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ in your heart, Lord, I know this broadcast as we dive into um, his book Mm. in just a few minutes, Lord, I just just want to give an open invitation as you listen to the replay or the broadcast. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, as your personal savior, just say, Jesus, what are they talking about? They're talking about the glory on here. I want to know what Adam's talking about. Just say, Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you were resurrected for me as well. So I ask that you just come into my heart, make yourself real. Let me experience what April and and Adam are talking about. Teach me your glory. And kind of the reason that uh, I created this broadcast is it was Holy Spirit's idea, but it talks about Ezekiel, uh, 44.4, where the glory filled the temple. And then the New Testament talks about 1 Corinthians 3.16, that we are the temple. And that, you know, as sons and daughters, before we talk about 
gifting and offices, sons and daughters, we have the right, like even in your book that we're getting ready to dive into, we have the right to hear God, to know God, to walk in his presence. Mm. Um, but I know you wanted to dive in a, a few glory stories, Adam, with uh, your church there. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, um, I was um, about good 12, 13 years ago. Uh, I had a, I was good friends since Bible college, uh, a man called Todd Weatherly, mm. uh, and he's a good friend of mine, and he is the senior leader of Field of Dreams Church in South Australia. It's, it's, it's becoming internationally known. Come on. Uh, but it's a great, great church. It's uh, very prophetic. They have interns for the prophetic. Uh, it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of words, prophets been coming all over Australia saying that this is a prophetic hub and it's kind of like another, kind of like another Kansas City uh, type of experience where there's a lot of prophets gathering. Prophets are moving to Adelaide. Even Lana Vorsa has moved to Adelaide and she's joining our church. She's already joined our church. Uh, I mean, she's on the road a lot, but we, we're, she's based there as well. And, um, uh, but, you know, back... How this started was, um, uh, it's a long story, but I'll give you a bit of a, an outline. Uh, Todd and I used to get together, and I was a businessman. I had an advertising firm and a few other printing business, and I was involved with real estate and finance, and and I was quite a well-off man. And But I sort of hit the question. I had a visitation from the Lord in, in that time in my this journey. And I saw Todd Weatherly, and we, we said, let's get together because we went to Bible college, you know, prior to that, 10 years before. I said, let's just get together and just pray and worship and just see what happens. You know? The first time was sort of like, you know, pretty dry and wasn't very, it felt like we had a fisherman's friend in our mouth, you know, so, you know it wasn't really, wasn't really anything happening. And then, uh, and then we got together again and then, the thing is, is that something shifted dramatically. There was such a glory realm that broke out. And it was, all we can explain is it was like as if God stepped into the room and that we were just, we were completely like, mag, it was like a magnet. We were glued to the floor and we were just screaming off the top of our head because the, well, not in a bad way, not in pain, but it was like being on, I don't know if you call it the Gravitron in the carnival. Where the thing spins around and stuck to the wall, you know, this this ride you have where you get stuck to the wall. And stuff. I mean, I don't know if you experience that in America, but we have a ride called the Gravitron in Australia. You go in it and it's like you're glued to the wall because it's spinning around so much. That's what it felt like in this in this uh, this meeting that I had with my friend. It was so thick, and um, we were just like, my gosh, what was that? You know what? What was happening it was just so thick, the glory. And then we kept meeting every week, and the same thing was happening. It was getting even stronger. Come on. Uh, there was angelic activity. So we thought, what's happening here? This is not happening in the institution, you know, of the church, but this is happening in my living room, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and what happened, we just kept doing more meetings, and another guy came around, and he got completely wiped out with the power of God. See, we were also laughing uncontrollably, just laughing in the glory as well. The joy was so thick. And um, long story short, about a month or more, just over a month, there was about 20 people in the room. 
like people just heard about it after this one person came and people started coming and just experienced this this encounter. It was so real. We never advertised it. We didn't have a plan. We didn't we didn't have any plans to do it, you know, a home fellowship and it just people came, right? And even to the point where secretly we had a couple of um, uh, mainstream pastors, I won't mention any denominations, yeah, yeah. I had a knock on the door, you know, <laughs> as we're in the story. We're opening up. That sounds like Axe, Adam. <laughs> yeah, we, we opened up the door. There's pastors there. We thought, uh-oh, busted, you know. <laughs> but he comes in and he goes, he, sorry, he doesn't come in for but he's still like, you know, can I uh, come in, you know. So he comes in and the power of God hits him, he gets healed, you know. Come on. And, uh, so, so then it was just this this momentum was building. Long story short, I mean, we did it in some other um, places as well, uh, other other houses because we sort of, you know, yeah. uh, because we didn't have the sort of bigger room in my house. <laughs> and then um, this went on for years and long story short, Todd had a vision, God spoke, spoke to him. And he didn't, we had no, no, like, we didn't want to plant a church. I was a businessman. He's an evangelist. He was a tennis coach as well, a very successful one. But God spoke to him to, to plant a church. And uh, and Adrian and I were in the process of writing the Divinity Code, which is, that was a long haul. That was, so that took five years to put that book together. Wow. But, the, but Todd just said, look, I've got this, this, this God's given me this vision and we called it Field of Dreams, believe it or not. Uh, I know it's controversial because of the movie. It's got nothing to do with the movie. We just called it Field of Dreams. And um, what happened was that uh, we started, we planted the church. And uh, today it's probably a good 300-strong church. Wow. And, uh, and uh, we have a lot of encounters. We even had a resurrection from the dead in that church. Come on. The miracles and the testimony had people healed from hepatitis C, uh, cancer, the people like uh you know, different things like sugar, diabetes, uh, lumps disappearing on people's bodies. We've had a lot, a lot of miracles happen in the glory. And uh, so it's a great church. I'm, I was on staff there for nine years, but uh, uh, because of the international ministry it was becoming quite large and I had to sort of make a decision, but I'm still based there. They still honour me as one, of the, uh, as one of the founders that was instrumental of planting it. Uh, so, but that's... Yeah, it's All only because of the glory. The only because of the glory of God back in the early days is how the did God built it. God planted it. You know what I mean? Yeah, come on. So I just want to encourage you that uh, you know don't try and do anything outside of His glory, out of His presence. Come on. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to be burned out. Uh, as the as the Aussies say, flogging a dead horse. You know. Come on. I just, but, I, just um, I just love that you went after it because a lot of people on here. Um, come on, you know, every week that, that we have the broadcast and they're they're pushing into the glory and they're pushing in to know the Father and they're pushing in to I just I just feel a heavy presence. I just want to release mm. that over them right now mm. in unity. We just release the glory over everybody under the sound of our voice. Woo in unity. Come on. We just release the presence. So as Adam's talking about this, let this just stir up. Something happens when the intercessors pray and God mm. just came into his living room and now there's a church because of it. But you guys were yeah. you were hungry. The key is hunger there. You guys were hungry. You were hungry to know him. You were, you were hungry for the presence. 
So just let that stir you up. Go, go to your friend's house. Go pray. Go intercede, yeah. right, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's oh. it. And um, just one thing is one thing to have the glory if you're listening to this out there. But the, the primary of that is just having that relationship with him. Come on, you know? the intimacy. Um, the intimacy, the relationship, uh, knowing your identity that reflects off that. Um, Come on. Uh, once you have the identity that you are a priest, royal priest, you are adopted as part of the inheritance of the kingdom, uh, once you have that confidence uh, that you belong to the kingdom and then you actually inherit the kingdom, Come on. Then, then the enemy is terrified of you having that knowledge. And once you walk in that authority, it gives you authority when you walk in that. Come on. And that changes atmospheres because the gate, Christ is the gate, okay? John 10, it says that you can enter into the gate, come and go, and go into pastures. Whoever comes in another way is of faith. So there's actually people moving in the spirit realm, but it's not through the, the gate, not through Christ. It's through another way. So but the Lord wants us to, to actually, as you pray in the spirit and you move in the realm, in his realm, as you're praying in tongues and you're actually meditating on his word, the promises of your identity as well and who he is, you line yourself up with the gate and you become, there's a gate within the gate, so you become the gate. That's why it says in, in Psalms 24, lift up your head, O you gates. That's the promise of who we are. We are gates, but we carry the true gate. And you change atmospheres when you actually open your mouth. There's a river of revelation. Ezekiel 47 is in you. It starts to manifest. There's a river of revelation coming out of your mouth and it changes atmospheres. It disarms principalities and powers. That's where some of these uh, forerunners like Daniel, mm. you know, he had the anointing on him, the glory over him. He was, he was chosen. Thank mm. God it's poured out in all flesh. But when he spoke to Nebuchadnezzar, he was undone. And that's quite a miracle because he was a most ruthless, powerful king. But he was undone and he actually realized there's a bigger kingdom than his. So, you know, Daniel too, he sort of went mad for a while, for seven years he went into madness, but he came back and he gave glory to God. So we this is what the future is going to look like, and this is what we can do now. This is with the present time and also the future. We can walk in this authority, and when we speak, the atmosphere changes and the glory is released, and people uh, who are, you know, who might not know the Lord can be, you know, can be messed up, can actually... Um, uh, experience and encounter him and his presence and repent and say, what must I do to be saved? So this is the Come beauty on. about this. And I just want to encourage those to walk in this as 1 John 2, 6 says, whoever claims to know him must walk the way Jesus walked. And it's in the glory. And it's not a law. It's not a, it's not subject to salvation, but our mandate is to carry that and to bring it on planet earth and change the atmosphere into the realm of the kingdom. Amen. Oh. That kingdom mandate, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, cast out demons. You know, each one is all in the same, right? It's all kingdom. Yeah. I'm getting whacked here now. Myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we're, we're just feeling the glory really heavy. So if we slur a little bit, we just share mm. everything that we're sharing. Lord, I just ask, yeah. I just release it over them right now. Right yeah. now. Come on. In Jesus' on. name. Whoa. Oh man. Yes. And there's someone who's actually watching this has a bit of a chest infection right now. It's actually got oh. a um, I'm just a decree, right? That um 
Yeah. The infection's breaking off the throat and yeah. uh, the restoration is coming in the divine order right now. The breathing yeah. Come on. ability is completely, uh, is completely coming into freedom and, and the lungs are opening up. We thank yeah. you for the blessing the Lord is resting right now. And uh, we thank you that the immune system is coming into the divine order in Jesus' name. Yes, in Jesus' name. I, I just see the Lord touching somebody's gallbladder. If you've been having pain just in, in your abdomen, we just command creative order to your ball, mm. gallbladder right now in the name of Jesus. I'm just trying to see if the Lord wants to heal anything before we keep going. The revelatory realm is opening up. Thank you, Lord. I was just getting a vision. Um, of uh, somebody's son, it's, um, I'm not sure it's been diagnosed. The son or has uh, this? They're going through tests of um, autism. It's a, Come on. Um, and there's quite a bit of stress at home because of the mm. personality of this boy. But there's an anointing. It's very prophetic. Such a young age, I see about a five, four, four years old or something. Like this. I'm seeing the vision, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's kind of, um, um, yeah. There's another word for it, but I just I can't get it out ADHD. of my mouth. But I just, yeah, yeah yes, ADHD. yeah. So we just decree yes. right now peace over the home. Yes, we prophesy the angelic realm right now. We thank you, Lord, yes. that there's peace and there's. Uh, there's actually healing right now. We just thank you, Lord, that you bring peace on the home and there's no frustration, there's no anger. Yes. Uh, Lord, we thank you for peace right now. Yes, Lord. Yeah, a lot of people responded to viruses, flu, stuff going on in the mm. chest. Okay, okay. Um, we'll receive it. Just... Yeah, just to receive anything we call out. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I just see the Lord healing backs right now. I just see lower back. Lord, we just declare new spine, new disc from heaven in the name of Jesus. If that's you, just put your hand on your back and receive it right now. Yeah. It's like your L2, L3. We just command creative order in Jesus' name. Yeah, just keep praying. It's going to get a glass of water. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Lord, I, I just declare even right now over headaches, we just rebuke headaches right now in the name of Jesus. Just declare creative order in Jesus' name. Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for um, somebody's hip going into alignment right now. You may feel your hip aligning from childbirth. I just curse any trauma or stress off your hip. Just command creative order in the name of Jesus. I'm just releasing the glory right now. So just receive, even if we don't call out your miracle during the interview, just receive yeah. whatever you need in the glory. Lord, I just see you coming against any um, heaviness right now, disappointment. Right now, any disappointment. We just just uh, release your joy. We just release your joy for that spirit of heaviness instead, Lord. We just ask that you just, we just declare the mind of Christ over everybody under the sound of our voice. Creative yeah. order. Right now, I see the Lord breaking depression 
right now. Come on. Right now, you might just laugh. If you just if you just feel his presence heavy, just laugh. The glory is all about intimacy with the Father. He just wants mm. to know you. We are daughters and sons. He just wants to know you. So just receive his joy. Mm. Yeah. Psalms 2, Come chapter on. 2. He, he who sits in the heavenly. Come uh, on. I love that verse. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Jesus. All right. We, we'll flow in and out. If you get anything. Yeah. 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 But I want to dive in and get into your book. Uh, the Elijah, Elijah invitation is such a powerful book and, and mandate from the Lord. So um, mm. You have a chapter in there that I think we'll dive into first that just talks about um, the office of a prophet versus the gift yeah. of prophecy. I think maybe we should just kind of dive into that first, because unfortunately, I see God really bringing out teaching to the body of Christ on the prophet versus prophecy. I've known a few people that have ignored warnings from people and because it wasn't edifica edification, I'm sure you've seen this Adam and it, and it wasn't good for the person, you know, the mm. results were not that great. And I hate to say that we never want that, but I think no, the more we no. educate, the more we educate, the more we educate and teach on a prophetic word. And then the office of the prophet, the more we can unpack and they can get ready to hear about your book. Mm. Well, uh, that's a very good subject. Um, uh, and there's a lot of confusion Come in the on. New Testament about the prophetic. Um, and I've sort of grown into this. And uh, it's one thing to have a gift and you can move very accurately in the gift, but you need to have, uh, you need to mature into the wisdom that comes from above. Come on. And, uh, you know, I mean, street wisdom is one thing and you, learn street wisdom by getting slapped around a bit yeah, but, but the wisdom can come from above by having an encounter and actually communing with the lord who is wisdom come on. and uh, and we need to be able to discern what to do with the gift it's one thing to have the gift but be able to discern what to do with the gift come on. um you know sometimes we get stuff and adrian and i we always say that we're like icebergs you know we only <laughs> release a certain amount but if you get it like i i mean um, I had a vivid encounter a couple of days ago of a terrorist act, and I won't say in details because it's so full on. And I, the Lord said, you know, and I spoke to um, Todd about it because Todd and I talk a lot, and we just need to pray about it and just pray and intercede and, and not necessarily release some things. Some yeah. things you need to release, but some things you release and you freak people out too much, you know. Come on. And, and when God shows you something, you just need to have an understanding to decree, speak life, bind stuff. Um, and um, uh, But, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, prophetic words, there is a little bit of deception that when the word is, has a little bit of rebuke behind it or, uh, it might be a word that comes across a bit scary. Um, they, they say, no, nah, it's not from God because, um, you know, it's not edifying to the body of Christ. And it is true that when you actually in the arena of the, of the church, say in a congregation, the spirit of prophecy comes down. It doesn't mean they're all operating the office of the prophet. Yeah. So as you read First Corinthians 14, it talks about um 
uh, it talks about the, the you know, uh, tongues and interpretation, but uh, it talks about the spirit of prophecy. People prophesy and the, and the words need to be tested and the word needs to be examined. So, you know, and the good news is if you miss it in the New Testament, it doesn't mean you're a false prophet and they take you out of stone. That's why that passage of Scripture is in the First Corinthians 14. It needs to be judged, yes. all right, because in a corporate forum, it needs to be edifying, it needs to be encouraging, comforting and full of exhortation, okay? Mm -hmm. in, in the corporate body, it needs to be like that, okay? Always. So if someone brings a hard word in that arena and condemning, then it is not of God, okay? Um, because it's to build up, okay? Because amongst the corporate body, you're going to have all different walks of life, people are different and you say a really condemning word publicly, it might freak out one of the lambs, you know, the baby Christians, and they might fall away or get terrified. So you just got to be very sensitive. And in that arena, you need to build up to encourage, uh, to um, comfort uh, the church. And, um, and that's very important. We need to do that. But the office is a, is a completely different thing. So in that arena, it's kind of a training ground, but then when God... Jesus chooses prophets, okay? Yes. Uh, see, uh, it says this, see, with, with the spirit of prophecy in the arena of the church, the spirit of prophecy descends onto the congregation where the office of a prophet is an ascension, to ascend. You actually, it says, it, it says in the Ephesians 4, um, it says that, uh, you know, Christ ascended and he gave gifts to the body, okay? which is um, he gave, uh, you know, apostles, prophets, you know, pastors, um, evangelists and teachers. So th that's the apostolic fivefold giftings. But one of them is the office of a prophet. So the office is a different thing. You see, office, if you're operating the office, that's slightly different to comforting uh, exhortation, edification. That can still be, you can still operate in that realm. But it's a higher level again where you actually protect the church. Come on. There's a time for correction. There's a time for rebuke where the Lord gives you the word. The Lord rebukes, brings correction for protection. Come on. Uh, all right. Now, uh, some people have challenged me on, uh, on that, and it can be very challenging in the body of Christ. But when you read the book of Revelation, Come the on. ultimate prophet was Jesus. Right? And Moses said, um, you know, it says that um, there's going to be another one like me uh, in Deuteronomy. Uh, he's the uh, prophet like unto Moses. There's another one's going to be sent. and talks about Jesus. So Jesus is the prophet of all prophets. He's got the skin on, but he was he's prophetic. You know, he saw Nathaniel by the fig tree. He had a word of knowledge. He saw it as a vision at Nathaniel by the fig tree, John 1. He saw in John 4, the woman of the world, and he had a, she had a word of knowledge about her, a detailed word of knowledge. So he's a prophet, you know. Um, so, but he, in Revelation, he speaks to the seven churches in Revelation 2, 3. He speaks to the churches, but he commends two churches, but five of them he rebukes. Come on. You know, he says... You know, the church of Laodiceus, you know, you're either hot or cold. If you don't repent, I'm going to spew you out of the mouth. Yeah. 
before. That, that sure was a bit edifying, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were surprised, right? Yeah. So, and another one, if there's another church, if you don't entertain, stop entertaining that, uh, that, that Jezebel, you're going to lay on the bed of suffering with her. Come on. Ooh, wow. Oh, that's company. Yeah. No, because it's actually a rebuke and to bring protection, bring correction for protection because God wants to protect his bride. So, um, so there is a that's the office mandate. That's the office uh, in operation. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's totally where I, where I was going to go. That that people need to understand. You know, the gift of prophecy is for every believer by the Holy Spirit. But you hit it dead on. And then the office of the prophet is is a mandate by God and Jesus. And God picks that. And that's one of the things that. I see the Lord really speaking on the differences and, you know, we as receiving a prophetic word, you have to discern whether somebody's in the office of the prophet or whether it's, it's a prophetic word. If it's, you know, I, I just seen a lot of fear with the prophetic and I hate that God is squashing that because you have yeah. to be mature enough to flush your words. You know, I, I love the fact that you hit on when I was equipping, I'm getting ready to do a class on equipping in the prophetic. And I love the fact that you hit on, you know, everybody's scared to prophesy because they're going to miss it. Well, that's a gift that you're not a false prophet. If you miss it, it's part of the growth. It has to be judged actually, in your own heart. Yeah, it's refreshing. And yes. sometimes with an accurate pop prophet misses it, it's actually, it's actually healthy because that yes. means he's not going to use resources off Facebook. Yes, yes. And, and then there's, like you said, there's false prophets that are very accurate. You have to know the source is the source Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. You know, if it is the source Jesus Christ. So, you know, once now that we've kind of dove into that and explained that the, the office of a prophet has a different mandate to protect the bride. So let's just start exactly. diving in to what the Lord, um, the mandate that God really put on your heart for the Elijah invitation. There's so many chapters I can talk yeah, it's, about. It's it's a very it's not a normal Christian book. It's sort of it's not. Um, I've had a lot of um, uh, resistance and and uh, but it's not like a normal Christian book. It's 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 a little bit confronting for the first few chapters about what the Lord has shown me about the future, the encounters that I've had, and what the what the enemy's plans are. But sometimes we need God gives us the plans, the heads up. Yeah, to see uh, the darkness. But, yeah, so it's not to scare you into buying right. tin food and run to the hills or anything like that, but it is actually to to uh, to bring bring this to attention about what's going to take place. But also, it's very inspirational for you to to for you to be challenged because God wants us. He's the church in the future. The, there's going to be a new breed rising, and the church is going to not look the way it looks right now. Come on. It's going to be moving in such authority and having influence. And it's coming into that seed line of what Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when, when, um, when uh, Isaac prayed over Jacob, he said that um, you, you, you're going to receive the dew of heaven, the wine, the grain, and nations will bow down to you. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of kind of not really happening yet. It's happening with the Jews where they have authority, and then that's why they're, they're quite hated, the Jews, because they have authority, they, they own a lot. But the same, it's time for the Christians to step into that as well in a greater oh. level corporately. I know there's some that are, but corporately, when the church has this authority uh, over nations, that's when it's going to pave the way for, the, for this billion soul 
harvest that uh, Bob Jones prophesied. Come on. So the church, his book is, uh, is it brings a lot of truths, right? Uh, but at the same time, it's very encouraging and inspiring for you to move in the authority and the power uh, of, of the Elijah. And Elijah is not one man in the Old Testament. It's actually a corporate body. Come on. So, yeah, so I just want to encourage you. But, um, you know, uh, the prophetic is, is very controversial. And, it's, and my mandate is I had a visitation in Papua New Guinea. I, I, I've been in a lot of places. <laughs> but um, I was in Papua New Guinea and I had an angelic encounter. And I was doing, you know, there was for years I've been doing evangelism. I've seen many souls come into the kingdom, which is, and for me, it, I love it. I love seeing souls come to the kingdom. It blesses my heart. You go on an all-time high when you see that. But I had an angel come to me, and I won't go into details, but the, the word of the Lord came through this angel, angelic encounter in Papua New Guinea. And the Lord said that the mandate for me is to equip the body of Christ to have come a on. prophetic verse. And on. this is others as well, others and other mandates. But but the God's heart is is for the body of Christ to be prophetic. Come on. And 1 Corinthians 14, it says, Pursue love, spiritual yeah. gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. It's almost like a third commandment for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah. So and it's that's essential. also part of your office as a leader. Every prophet's a leader, and you quit yeah. and growth the body to maturity. But amen. 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 So, um, uh, you know, I... I think we all can be prophetic. We all, we all have the ability to hear from God. And you know, I, I want to say this. I have a lot of people ring me up, or want of people want me to give them a word. <laughs> I get hundreds of emails a week. Probably a percentage of them say, "I need a word from you." Wow. You know, I mean, there's a time and a place to release the word of the pulpit. We do that at the conferences. Um, yeah. I mean, we have amazing stuff happen at the conferences that Adrian and I do. Um, but, but you know, when someone constantly, if you're constantly going to another person to hear from God, you're actually in error. Come on. Uh, if you're okay. constantly depending on somebody or getting a dream interpreted all the time, we're, I mean, we've written the, the dream book, the Divinity Code, Understanding of Dreams and Visions, but it's designed for you to be able to hear God yourself and be with the Holy Spirit and have intimacy with the Holy Spirit. But if you're Come constantly on. depending on somebody else from the word, it's actually you're falling in error. Come on. Um, I mean, someone rang me from London once and uh, and he said, Brother Adam, I need a word. I don't know how wow. I got my number, but he said, I want a word right now. I, I, I'm desperate, but I need you to give me a word. And I said, sure, um, I've got a word for you. Read your Bible. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but, um, Come on. but my point is, is that, uh, and that happened, but the point is, though, that we, it says in Hebrews 1, said our forefathers used to go to the prophets to hear from God. Come on. But in the last days, New Covenant era, we can all hear from God by his son. Come on. So we're all prophetic. We all get the word of the Lord comes to us. So, you know, I want to encourage the body out there that's listening. Yeah. And uh, but the key is, too, is just walk in his presence and just experience the glory. Yeah. Like it's for me, it's like oxygen. Yes. You know? And I love the fact that 
you guys are out there equipping in dreams and you guys teach on this. But what I find out, Adam, and probably what you do, too, is a lot of people are hearing from God. They just don't know it. They expect it one way. So you might be hearing God through dreams. You may be hearing God through your spiritual senses. You may be hearing God through sight, like open vision. And, you know, you could be hearing from God, you know, test the spirits. The Bible says test the spirits. And I love, Adam, the fruit of you guys' life. You can really see the fruit when the kingdom and the glory and Jesus Christ, like you said, salvation is coming through. Because I think some people, you know, they have angelic encounters and there's no fruit. You know what I mean? And then you have the ones that, you know, God, all of heaven backs it up. You know, there's fruit coming from every direction. There's fruits of the yeah. spirit. There's love. There's peace. There's joy. And all throughout the word, I taught a class on signs and wonders one time in equipping prophets. And all throughout the word, there's scripture upon scripture upon scripture upon scripture of angelic mm -hmm. encounter. But you know, the Lord just really put in your Elijah mandate, kind of share what he um really put the stirring in people's heart. Um, it's like a type and shadow. I guess you have the prototype of Elijah and why God is raising this up in this time and season. Well, um, the Elijah, uh, the Elijah mandate is to dismantle a Jezebel spirit. Come on. And also uh, to bring the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the father. Come on. Um, you know, with uh, when Dan, uh, when sorry, when David fell, uh, and he committed adultery, King David, um, the prophet Nathan confronted him, uh, and he repented, and he was, you know, and the, and the Nathan said, "Look, the Lord has forgiven you from your sin, but there are consequences." You know, come on. Uh, you're gonna, you know, because of your sin. What's been done in secret is going to be displayed in daylight with your family. And unfortunately, there was issues with his family. There was, uh, you know, there was incest and public sin or sin that was made public. But then it continued on with the whole nation. The actual, the fruits of one leader's sin. And, you know, we always have to walk the tightrope, not out of law or being religious, but we've got to be really in the spirit. We've got to walk in the spirit because... Uh, David sort of, you know, he slipped up. We, you know, um, and he was a he's a man of God, and people still read the Book of Psalms, so you know he's still a man of God. But what happens is that the consequences was enormous. So the whole sin that the whole so the whole nation of Israel committed adultery with Baal, you know, and that was the fruit of it. So when it came to the point where it was destitute, the nation was kind of like. What are we going to do now that there's temples everywhere? They're worshiping Baal. You know, Israel's fallen away from God. It looks like it's on the edge of destruction. So what does God do? He sends the Elijah. Come on. And the Elijah, the Tishbite, he moved in such authority and power and, um, uh, and to bring restoration. Come on. Okay. So, uh, and what happened was that... Um, the same, in the same way, the Lord sent, he sent two Elijahs and uh, there was the same time that actually happened where, uh, you know, there was a period after uh, Malachi for 400 years, no one really talked about, you never had any record of anyone experiencing God or the presence of God or, or any angelic encounter wasn't documented. There was this sort of time of 
of, of this dormant sort of uh, atmosphere for 400 years. But then uh, Israel was having the Romans breathing down its neck and there was this intimidation that looked like there was, a, there was a lot of chaos over Israel. It looked like it was on the edge of destruction. And, uh, but um, people would have been crying out to the Lord saying, what's going on? You know, Lord, save us. But what does the Lord do? He sends the Elijah again. And that was John the Baptist. And it wasn't like uh, he wasn't sent uh, he wasn't sent to set up a natural physical kingdom uh, or to prepare the way for it, I should say. The Elijah, uh, which is John the Baptist, he had this massive revival of repentance. Come on. He just, you know, there was no records of him doing any signs and wonders, but just his mouth was just, his mouthpiece was just had such a glory realm over it that people came to him like it was, you know, Jonah had that same anointing on him where people just listened and repented. And to me, that is a true sign and a wonder. Come on. Uh, to, to be able to open your mouth and a city repents, right? So John the Baptist had minions come. They were baptized. There was a, there was a, there was a, a revival of repentance and preparing the way for the Messiah. Now, in these last days... That, you know, we're in a situation right now. You've got Islam breathing down our neck. There's intimidation. There's political correctness is paving the way for Sharia law. You've got uh, some of this perversion that's been taught in the schools. Uh, you've got all this chaos, uh, confusion, and you don't even know what to say anymore because you might be in trouble. It's just, it's just, it's just like a, there's this demonic stuff that's going on and people must be saying, Lord, where are you? You know, where, what's going on here? I can't even, you know, you know, you know, I can't even teach my kids the way of, the, of, of righteousness. Uh, you know, it could be illegal. So, you know, people must be crying out. And I've heard some people saying, where's God in this situation? Yeah, come what on. Does, what does God do? He sends yes. the Elijah again. Come on. And... There is going to be a display of power, but also there's going to be a massive harvest of souls. And that Elijah is not one man in this era. In this, in this covenant era, it's not coming in a form as one man anymore. It's going to come corporately. Come and there's going to be a massive repentance. And then even I see a massive revival in, in the Islamic world of repentance and Lord is priming the minds and the hearts because he's appearing to a lot of them in dreams and visions. But there's a massive harvest coming. So I want to see this as a positive thing. Yes. Right? Because absolutely. we're going to move. We, we, the spirit of Elijah is here and it's coming. And I actually believe it's starting this year. Yeah, come so on. I hope I've answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, what you're expressing is like a prototype. It's not saying that Elijah's coming. We know, you know, William Branham moved in the spirit of Elijah. We know in the latter years that yeah. kind of got off. But, it, but you know, like you said, John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah, it's actually that, that breaker that the Elijah anointing carries against Jezebel and against the enemy of yeah. revival. Yeah, come on. You know, it actually allows you to push through with supernatural signs and wonders to bring kingdom. And the Lord, it's so funny that we're talking about this because the Lord even had me read the book of Naaman. He said, go study Naaman yesterday. That's what he said to me. I'm like, seriously, out of all people, Naaman, you know, but he knew Naaman knew that he could go to the prophet. There was so much, you know, encouragement and building and the lifestyle of the prophet, even 
with Naaman being unclean, like the, the last person people would think would get salvation. He listened to the words of the prophet. He listened. He went from uh, to Elijah and listened to the word of the prophet and got cleansed. And he did it with a sucky attitude. It was mm. so funny. The Lord said he, it says in the word that he was angry and raged, but he listened yeah. to the prophet. <laughs> yeah. funny? Isn't that like God? You know, it's like why, why the, why that river? It's, that's not a classy river for me. Come on, he did say that absolutely. <laughs> so it's funny. I really believe that the Lord is going to bring back that mandate, like like you said, with writing the Elijah list of listening to the prophets, and you're, you're really offering an invitation from the Lord through this book. Yeah, the Lord is actually giving an invitation. Come on, that he's actually, you, you're the mandate that God put up, like you said, is to equip and to get the, the new breed rising, so you can yeah. say, not to back down from the harvest, not to back down from the, the you know, rivers of revival. And, and it's just like the unlikely candidates that are willing, even under the sound of our voice. You know, mm. you can you can carry this. You can buy the book, buy the book, the, the Elijah invitation. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. What is your mandate in mm. this? You know, mm. Adam has his mandate. I have my mandate. But what is the Lord saying to you? What part are you supposed to carry in this Elijah invitation? Mm. Amen. Yes, so we Lord, have, we just release it. Come on. Because there's different types of walks of life. There's different callings. That you can smooth, you can still move in that in the spirit and the power of Elijah Come to on. influence your community, to influence where you're at. You know? Yeah, uh, there's as so Daniel. Many, yeah, yeah. yeah, go on. What are you say? There, there, there's so many different types of, of, of prophets, but maybe you know, there, there's Shamar prophets, there's prophets to people groups, there's seer prophets. There, there's so many diversity, and there's different mountains of influence. So, like. What Adam is saying is you really have to get in that that glory realm, the intimacy mm. with Christ Amen. to find out where is your assignment and the Elijah invitation. And, and you yeah. know, the New Testament, there's New Testament prophets. There's Agabus and Anna and Barnabas. You can study all through the New Testament because that's another lie that I've seen surface in the body, unfortunately, is where's the prophets in the New Testament? Well, they're all throughout it, throughout the word, Adam. And I love that you were willing to put the mandate that God woke you up with in your spirit, man, to get mm. the body ready. Yeah. This book. Yeah, for sure. And um, in chapter five uh, of the Elijah list, uh, sorry, Elijah list, the Elijah invitation mm. is, uh, does actually I teach how to activate the angelic realm, how to line up with the Come gate. On. And how to actually be a, a, a portal with legs, how to be a sign and wonder with legs Come on, and to I change atmospheres, to change atmospheres, go into a room, go to a business meeting, into a courthouse, into Come a on. government, standing before government officials. And when you open your mouth, there's a realm that comes as a, a, the atmosphere changes. As Jesus came into Jerusalem on a donkey, he carried that. So we carry that. Because when he, when he went to the, into Jerusalem, the atmosphere changed. Everyone started worshiping. They were coming in line. They were in sync, worshiping the Lord. And the religious institutions said, "Look, stop these people. What are you? What's going on here?" And he said, "Well, mm -hmm. they don't. Stones will, because <laughs> 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 that's what happens. Because everything. So but you carry that glory. You carry the same realm when you go into into a city. When you enter into a mm -hmm. into a business meeting, where whatever walk of life you're in." 
Come on. God is with you. And, you, and God's going to bring that extreme favor that came from Abraham. Mm. Oof. Mm. Anyway, that's, that's Amen. Uh, yeah. So I was just reading some of the testimonies. Somebody was healed when you called out the word of knowledge about a fee, their fever is gone. Um, Praise God. Praise Hallelujah. God. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. You, Lord. Jesus, eh? uh, I can't see the comments. So yeah, yeah, comments. sorry. Yeah, I'm just now scrolling back through them because the glory's been so heavy. I haven't read all the comments, but okay. that one got my attention. Um, man, I need that book. Where can we buy it? Um, I would say, go ahead, Adam. It's on. It's Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, there's uh, also a, uh, you can get a Kindle, uh, a hard copy, but also on iTunes, uh, you can, if you've got an iPhone, you can download an audio book with it. Uh, but also with the, if you're an Android, you can get it on Google Audio as well. So the audio book is great. It's got a real Aussie voice to it, but it's actually <laughs> really good. That's so awesome. But, uh, so you can do that as well. So there's so different formats of getting the book. So. But just, just for those who are listening, for the first few chapters, it's quite challenging about what the Lord has shown me. Yeah. And just keep reading it, and it, it, you know, some people have told me that it's changed their life, and, uh, Come on. and I give God the glory for that. So. Come on, yeah, yeah. I just, I just love that. You know, you don't bow to the fear, man. The mandate that God really put on your heart, and the warning mm. call of this, you, you, you laid before the table because you knew it was the Lord. So people need to go yeah. into this with an open heart to say, this is the warning, but this is the mandate that God's given with the warning. This is my yeah. invitation to step yeah. in my part of revival, my part of harvest, whatever the mandate and the fire and the breath of the Holy Spirit. Like I just feel a fresh wind, even of hunger coming upon the people under the sound of our voice. That as yeah. you buy the Elijah invitation, set in your heart a president that I'm going to partake and what the Lord has for me, you know, don't look at me. Don't look at Adam. This is about you and the mm. Lord. What is your mm. assignment in the field of the harvest? Thank Whoa. you, Lord. Thank oh, you, Jesus. I just really feel the invitation of the Lord to, to, to pick up one of the things, Adam, that the Lord has really put on my heart. I went to an intercessors meeting, you know, out at Awakening House of Prayer. And, and one of the things like that goes along with the Elijah list is stopping the spiritual abortion in the church. Yeah. People's mandates, people's callings. Um, maybe you can talk about that for a minute because you probably have the, the same heart as I do to get the ones under the sound of our voice and that buy your book to stop the spiritual abortion around them. Yeah, and um, um, that, that happens a lot. And, um, you know, one thing I love about Field of Dreams and uh, Todd Weatherly, and it's uh, – He's a he's an apostolic man, but what I love about the leadership of that church is they equip people to fulfill their destiny. Right? And there's a difference, there's a fine line with a spiritual father. Some people think they say he's a spiritual father, but the best way to discern a true spiritual father, right, is when you look at those who are parents out there, right? And I look, I'm a parent, I've got adult yeah. children now. But, you know, my heart is when I see my children fulfill mm. and do, achieve something that I have always wanted to do but I never got to do it, Come on, that excites mm. me. That really, that really mm. uh, gives me so much joy and blessing and, and just 
I'm trying to explain how beautiful that is, right? So in the same principle with the parallel here with a spiritual father who's a father in a church or, or a movement, if he his mandate is to to see people go beyond what he's done, right, right? and to fulfil mandates and promises that God's given the, uh, the people that he's ministering to, but they go beyond, and that's a true spiritual father. But, you know, if there's insecurity like Saul... When Come on. David, when there's someone successful and they get insecure and they, and, uh, and they start to control and put people back in their, in their position and they want to be the, the elite, you know, leader, this leader thing, but they still been called a father. That's not a true father. That's actually, uh, yeah, that's, that's dysfunctional and, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're controlling the situation. You're oppressing people. And... <clears throat> then there's times where there's got to be some correction and you've got to also, um, uh, you know, you have to um, be a father too in, in ways of, you know, bringing correction and, and, and bring in a loving way with a loving heart and, uh, and to be able to be a father to leads at the same time. Uh, <clears throat> it's to the mandates. So you feel the dreams. We have people sent to the nations. Come on. And, uh, and, uh, uh, and that's what I love about it is people, if a church doesn't, you know, build you up to the point where you're so inspired, you just go to the nations and, you, and you're fulfilling your mandate, then there's something wrong with the church. Come on. Uh, and <clears throat> I'll probably get in trouble as always for saying things like this. But <laughs> it's the kingdom mandate. It's the yeah. kingdom mandate it's kingdom to mandate. equip the disciples. Yeah. I always say it's not about the numbers <laughs> at a church. It's how many disciples are going to the nations. How exactly. How many people and are being equipped. Now, I'm a prophet that gets in trouble a little bit because I'll just release <laughs> stuff where uh, the Lord puts my heart and you need the wisdom, but don't yeah, be afraid yeah. to release stuff. So, I mean, some prophets can be afraid and just always want to just encourage, 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 which is great, and you need to encourage. And let me say this. One of the key scriptures to every prophetic word is an outline. I like to have this as a foundation to every prophetic word is Jeremiah 29, 11. Because I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans not to harm you, to bless mm. you and give you hope in a future. So if there is a kind of a correction or rebuke, it has to, the, the, the end of the word has to bring hope and a future and a blessing and to and to, to, to encourage you still, you know. It's yeah, like when, you know, when I talked about the office, the Lord, if he says, if you do this and this and this, I will bless you, you know what I mean? Come on. Anyway, sorry, what, what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah, the, the people are responding and saying the glory is just really going to the next level. But that's what I love about the Elijah invitation, if you're just logging in. I love the fact that you do the warning call. You do the mandate that God has for your office, but you also offer the solution. So I love, you know, the more you, you give the warnings that God always has the kingdom mandate to go along with it. And, mm. you know, there might be people on here and you're growing and you're calling as an office. You know, I, I'll just, I'm just a real kind of person. I kind of lay it all out there, Adam, but, but the Lord spoke to me. Um, I put a article on Elijah list. I don't know if it was about a year ago. It was first time that the Lord just really wanted me to go public because a lot of warnings, like you say, you just take it before the Lord and you intercede. And it was about the spirit of Haman in America. 
And I, it's like I seen the warning, but the Lord also wanted me to write about the, the intercession, the mandate that God is going to break the back of that thing and for everybody to pray. And then about six months later to a year, another prophet came out with the mandate of it being broken. They saw it. So it's like taking and stewarding what God has called you to do, but offering the solutions that the Lord is speaking to everything that you've seen in this book or like me, mm -hmm. the spirit of Haman. It's about being faithful. Like you said, some people are too afraid to release the words, you know, but that's where you got to be humble, right? If you miss it, you miss it. But you have to be like you said, you want to, I love your obedience that you're willing to, to, to call the clarion call to the next generation to rise mm -hmm. up in the mandate mm -hmm. and spirit and power and might and work with the seven spirits of a God that it talks about in Isaiah to see mm -hmm. the kingdom for the new harvest at the end of the age, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. And you, you know, um, you'll see the, you'll see the glory of God and you'll see the blessing come upon your life. If you just walk the plank and, and, and speak it out not be afraid because you will lose some friends in ministry yeah. by doing that. Come I mean, on. you've got to do it with the right spirit too. I mean, Come some on. some people lose friends and their ministry is controversial because it can be self-inflicted as well. And there's Come a difference on. between being self-inflicted and persecution. Come on. If you're doing it in the right spirit and you're doing from the, looking through the lens of the heart of the Father, uh, and then you, you know, mm. and you're coming under some persecution or some churches will reject you because you're telling the truth. There's nothing wrong with that. When Micah, you know, when you read about Micah, the prophet, you know, these other prophets were giving, this is the Old Testament, um, <clears throat> when the prophets were giving um, all these sort of words as that, you know, because they were afraid of the king, Je Jehoshaphat, and, and, and um, it was the husband of Jezebel, Ahab, Micah was given, he was given these, this word of the truth saying, no, don't fight, you will die if you go. And uh, all the other prophets are saying, hey, you know, make sure your word lines up with me, uh, with our words, you know, but we need to release the word of the Lord. And Micah said, I only can release what God tells me to release. Yeah, come on. And the declarations that go with yeah. it, the power, when yeah. you speak against that Haman spirit, the declarations that this is going to fall, or the declarations of what you've seen in the first couple of chapters of your book, that this is going to fall, the power of the voice, yeah. you know, the power yeah. of the decree. Yeah, that's it. You've got to decree it and you'll see it. You'll see it. That's right. But I you just, need to do it from the gate, from with Christ, with, 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 from the intimacy with God. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just started a new podcast called Decree to, to come alongside of people and pray because I'm sure like you, we get prayer requests from all over the world. But when you decree a thing, it shall be established. And so yeah. um, I just felt the weight to go circle back around to this book is truly I just feel from the Lord. It's a clarion call for this generation. You yeah. know, it's the stuff. It's the spark, the hunger. It's allowed you to get before. I mean, we, we can share this book and, and you got to go buy it. You got to go read it. But it's really to provoke the intimacy for assignments. Wouldn't you say, Adam? Mm. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's um, out of the intimacy gives you the authority to walk right. in the wisdom. And you said something interesting, which is uh, you said something which I, I have mentioned in my other teachings and other books is, is actually gives you the solutions for the problem. Come on. So when Joseph, and that's what I love about Joseph, it's one of my favorite stories. When, 
I was only telling my daughter tonight about um, Joseph and uh, my kids watch a lot of the Time Life videos of all these Bible characters from the early days and they used to love them. But um, Joseph um, was an amazing story and when he stood before Pharaoh, the people don't really realise, they just read it when he stood before Pharaoh and Pharaoh said to Joseph, I don't know a man so endowed with the Spirit of God as this man. And you go... People don't realise what he, actually Pharaoh's saying because this is a ruthless king who believes he is God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right? We see and, it in the word over and over, right? Yeah, I mean, he believes he's God. And even if people look at him believing that and, and, they, and they accidentally look him in the eye, they burn up and spontaneously combust. Uh, I mean, that's that's what happens, right? So the, there was this demonic presence. There was a principality behind Come Pharaoh. On. And, Come on. Um, I mean, that Prince of Principality um, was, it's actually a water spirit. That's why oh, the Nile turned, turned to blood because in, when you read Ezekiel 32, it says, Pharaoh, you're nothing but a monster thriving through the rivers. So it was a water spirit. So the blood of Jesus is eternal, has no timeline to it because it says in Revelation that Jesus was slain before the foundation. It says slain, the lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. Oh, Try and work that out, but we're in the timeline, which is a little bit difficult. To work that out, but it's an eternal, it's eternal revelation, Jesus. And the blood, the, the Nile turning to blood is actually the blood of uh, symbolizing the blood of Jesus, right? That dismantled that principality and Come that's on. enabled parted away for Egypt to be judged. But when when Pharaoh saw going rewinding back a bit, when Pharaoh saw Joseph stand there, for him to say that was quite remarkable because mm. Joseph had the gift. Interpret dreams that gave him his freedom. Come on, all right, and that would have just gave him his freedom to, you know, and that's a good thing. But the thing is, the gift was one thing, but Joseph had the wisdom, come on, uh, the ability out of the intimacy of God because he came to that place where he was dead to self, come on. Just him and when he the, the gift was one thing, but he had a solution to the problem, come on that he had the solution to save Egypt from this famine. He Come had on. this wisdom from above. So Pharaoh's like, I don't know a man so full of God as this man, and I don't know any man that could do this task except him himself. So he was promoted from prison to prime minister overnight. So this is amazing. It blows my mind. But this is these are prototypes, these guys, for what the end time's going to look like for, for a, a corporate body. Come on. It's it's really relying on the intimacy. You're so right. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been ministering to governments and Todd yeah. Weatherly as well is about to go into into a, a, a governmental uh, arena in another country. So we, you know this is this is going to happen in a large way. So sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah, that's just where I was going is the mandate, you know, even in the word and God is raising up people in the governmental realm and he's raising up people, like you said, with the with the corporate Elijah anointing to go for harvest, you know, signs and wonders in the nation. So this kind of impacts every stream and every mountain that there is in society. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you know, um, I... I want to encourage the body out there to, this is the time to get excited. Come on. It's not to look at things glass half empty, it's glass half Come full, on. and it's going to overflow. And you are cups, you are vessels, and the, 
the presence of God is just going to overflow. Where you're going to be like a human sprinkler and a scorpion. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's going to explode out of you. And um, uh, and and I just want to just encourage you just to constantly pray in the spirit and listen to. I listen to the word. Some of you might find it easier to read, but I, I, I that's why it says faith comes from hearing. I Amen. like to listen. I listen to it an, an hour or two a day, uh, and I pray in the spirit, and I have that time of soaking. Mm-hmm. And when I just know that the gate is just here, yeah, it's, it's easy to it's easy to to minister, lay hands on people, easy to open your mouth, and people start to manifest, or people start to listen, or start, people start to notice something different about you. And like we we go to the markets all the time, and I remember I'm not sure if I said this in the last podcast, but I. We, we were in the marketplace and this one time and this woman started manifesting. She just looked at me and she started shaking and she got, she was the, like a deliverance in the, in, 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 in the in sort of the market oh, in the city. Come on. We were getting groceries. My wife, I said, honey, I just want to, you know, we're just in the markets, all right? Let's just, <laughs> let's just be, let's just for once, just do a normal thing and go to the markets. But, uh, but the thing is, you but it becomes part of your life. It becomes part of your life. And it's a type of so what, shadow yeah. of what's so when you go in, in the marketplace. Yeah, and when you go into the darkness, the lights turn on and the cockroaches scatter. Come and on. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to boast about myself or anything. I'm just giving glory yeah, yeah. to God, glory what he's done and what he's doing continues. I'm on. still learning and growing, but I'm just doing this, saying this to encourage the body that you you are the light and the darkness because Christ is in you. The kingdom is in Come you. On. you know? That's what I love about you and, and Adrian. You know, you travel and you're equipping and you're, you know, you're you're building into the leaders that God's bringing in the next generation and you're building into the people that need a miracle and you're, you're doing deliverance. It's like all of the kingdom mandate that you're teaching as, as you guys go into different countries and all throughout Australia and you're equipping through books. You know, you're, you're yeah. really a forerunning in a lot of areas, especially in that area of dreams um, yeah, I know yeah. that that's been a powerful tool, that, like you said, even for Joseph, even for, you know, after you read the, the Elijah invitation, you know, the Lord could give you a dream for impartations that you may need for your assignment. You want to talk about mm. that, Adam? Yeah. Um, I, I get visions and dreams. Uh, it's a, a book of the Divinity Code, which I wrote with Adrian, who's a really good friend of mine. He's an amazing revelatory teacher, um, but um, we we teach that uh, God can give you uh, dreams and visions and of of an assignment for you to speak to somebody or uh, a certain person that you see in a dream or a vision. You might actually see them that day, and God gives you an indication to speak to them. Come on. Um, um, I remember in Kansas City once it was kind of like a reverse of that where. A guy came to me and he was shaking, crying. He said, when I was 10 years old, I kept having a dream, but I kept dreaming of you. Wow. Like this is probably 30 years ago. Wow. And um, it didn't make sense because I was skinny 30 years ago. But anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) but he saw saw me in this vision, but he's weeping and he saw me praying for him. And I said, well, do you believe you're delivered if I pray for you? Because he had, he had a lot of anxiety because of his abusive upbringing. 
Come on. And he saw me in a vision 30, in a dream 30 years ago. That's my heading. So I prayed for him, laid hands on him, and he got completely delivered. The power of God hit him. Come on. Uh, so God can speak to us and give us strategies uh, with dreams and visions. And I haven't got time to teach the details of that. And yeah, that's yeah. what we do at the conference. So the conference yes. is we teach how to discern what the Lord is saying at different levels with dreams and visions. Come and on. different layers and what the Lord is showing you, the plans of the enemy, so you have the authority to reverse it Come on. and destroy the plans of hell and release life. Or God could be showing you uh, some encounters, some promises in the, in the heavenly, in, uh, in the third heaven, in the third realm. Uh, you might get have encounters where you get caught up in that realm in your dream life. Come on. See, the thing is, the more you meditate on the promises of God, yeah. all right, the more you change, you can change your dream life. If you're watching horror movies all the time, you're watching the horror, you know, you're actually opening up, you're pursuing the wrong door. Come and you, that's where a lot of Christians, they go, why do I have nightmares? Come on. Uh, and you, I always like to ask a question about what are you watching, what are you exposing yourself yeah. to? Come and on. that can actually open a gate where the enemy can, you're still saved, the grace of God's over your life, but, but yeah, yeah. the enemy can torment you, not possess you, but torment you. And um, so, you know, if you meditate on the promises of God, you fix your mind on things are above, Colossians 3, you start to have lovely dream encounters. You start to regularly in the spirit, I get visions all the time and encounters because I'm constantly meditating on the promises, the word which is eternal and it's real, it's alive. And... Uh, you know, method actors win Academy Awards by meditating on the character. They actually got to believe they are that character and they can't break character. So they start, it starts to manifest in them. That's why it's dangerous to do it with the Joker of the Joker character. You know what I mean? Come on. Because it can be dangerous, can mess you up. Come so on. So this is what Hollywood actors do to get these awards because they don't break character and it's quite, they can be brilliant at it, but there's a method. It's called method acting. Now let's look at that. Yeah, That's a counterfeit on. of what it is to, to, to do. We've got to do that with the kingdom of God. It says when you Come pray, on. Mark 11, 23, 24, believe you already have it Come and on. you have it manifest in you. So we are not Christ, but we've got to believe that Christ is manifesting in us and through us. And if we really believe it with our imagination, we're praying in the spirit, it says lift up your head, O you gates, and allow the king of glory to come in. The Come king on. of glory comes in and manifests. And as you're meditating, you're opening the door, and Jesus is the door as you're meditating on the promises. And Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you open it by your med meditation, by your imagination, if you open it, I'll come in and eat with you. I'll manifest inside of you. Come on. So I just want you guys to be encouraged by this. And I think there's a process in every Christian walk where you, you uh, mature, like you said, and you die to self and you get a hunger and a passion. You know, the, the invitation that you guys give at your meetings, the invitation the Elijah Company offers, it allows you to get the hunger for the things of God. But I just felt prophetically that even as we're talking about mandates and, and you're reading and God stirs up this hunger and gives you revelation that you, I just see people under the sound of our voice getting impartations and dreams, or you may have open visions, mm. whatever the Holy Spirit, it's all like he said, through the door 
Christ, but you're going to get new giftings, new anointings, um, impartation of authority, whatever the Holy Spirit mandates for you. But I see mm. that coming under under the people under the sound of our voice. Yeah. So release just, it, Lord. We just yeah, release dream encounters. Come on. Lord, we thank you for stirring up the body of Christ, stir him up to actually be hungry to know more, but also to meditate on your word that's living, the promises. And it's like looking in a mirror. They're seeing their identity. They're actually seeing Christ more in that mirror than themselves. And I thank you, Lord, that you're revealing yourself through them, not necessarily around them, but through them to bring the glory and bring change in the family, deliverance and family uh, you know, some, there's someone who's watching right now, their husband's not saved or is is uh, needs to be born again. And I decree right now that lady is watching right now. Uh, we decree that uh, the power of God has been released upon him right now. The angels ascend and descend. I thank you, the angels ascend ahead of those who inherit salvation. I decree that lady's husband. It's always been resisting right now, and it's held. It's holding you back right now while you're watching this. This woman, it's a woman of God, and she's a prayer warrior. And it's kind of holding you back because you have a you have a heart for the mission. So I just see that uh, God's sending you. There's times when you couldn't go, but I pray that there's a visitation, an angelic visitation, happening right now with her husband. And I decree right now that in the next 72 hours, there's going to be a miracle. Come on. Name. I don't know why I said 72, it just came out. So Amen. Just, just grab hold of it. Mm-hmm. Just receive Hallelujah. whatever you need in the glory right now. <sighs> and I just I just see the Lord unlocking destinies, even over this broadcast. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just take authority and we declare that there will be no mm-hmm. spiritual abortions from your assignment. Mm-hmm. In the name Mm. of Jesus, we just break that right now. Lord, I ask you to strengthen even the babies, even the babies now. Just give them revelation. Promises, yeah. And promises in the word. You like like Adam said, that will strengthen the core of your inner man. Put the Bible on. Mm. Listen, he's giving you keys out throughout all this Mm. whole broadcast to get the word on, to meditate on this word, to pray in the spirit. To strengthen, yeah. so, Lord, we just break. We just declare the gates of hell will not prevail against every mm. spiritual assignment and mandate that you have for those under the sound of our voice. In Jesus' name. Mm. Yeah, actually, I'm getting something right now too. The spiritual abortion, and that's yeah. through uh, not only through leaders. I was talking about false spiritual spiritual fathers who oppressed, who abort the uh, mission for the for the saints or for the movement of God, but also we're going to be careful what we say with our mouth. And I'm guilty of it. We're all there. See, uh, Zachariah, which is the father of uh, John the Baptist, uh, there was a word that was released um, through an angel. Uh, The angel of the Lord came. um, Gabriel released a word from the presence of God and you expect him to, you know, this is in the book of Luke, you expect him to be really excited and jump around with joy. But the first thing he did, he had a bit of a grumpy old man syndrome and he went, how could this be? You know, you know my wife is well along in years. She's, you know, Elizabeth is, you know, well, well in age, you know. But uh, the Lord actually wasn't happy with that. We've got to be careful. We can't be uh, grumbling about things. You can abort the mission. And the reason why 
there's a big reason why the revelation came to me with this is that when the angel, he heard Zechariah whinging about it, he shut his mouth. Come on. He went, and his mouth was shut. And he couldn't speak until the baby was born because this mandate of John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah, was so powerful. There was a risk in the mission being aborted. There was a mission. There was a risk of an abortion in the spirit by, yeah. by Zechariah's own words. And, uh, and when, when John was born, it was sort of like after that, he spoke. You know, Come on. Sort of like, but, he, uh, but his name is John. But anyway, but what happened was that uh, I just wanted to share that. Some of you out there are going to be very careful. You don't, you don't actually abort your uh, promises because some of you are pregnant in the spirit. Come on. Some of you are pregnant. Some of you got a revelation of your mandate. And when you get a revelation, it's like conception. It's like a woman who's conceived with a husband. And the best thing they do when they actually get to become conceived, they actually um, they rejoice and get excited when they when, when there's uh, when there's uh, when they're pregnant when they make the announcement they get excited they plan it they they paint the walls in the crib they actually get the you know the baby clothes and and so that's faith and the same thing with the, some of these some of the, uh, some of the believers that are listening right now uh, saints you just need to actually speak life over your pregnancy you got to be excited you got to you got to speak in the being meditate on it what's going to happen. When the promises manifested, start getting excited because you're gonna you're gonna give birth to your promise. There's no abortion in Jesus' name. Yeah, Amen. I see some people repenting. So if you've done that, you know, and the Holy Spirit's bringing you conviction, mm. it's not for condemnation. Just say, I repent, and mm. I make I, any, I break yeah. any inner vows of I can't do this, or how am I gonna do that, or whatever. Um, the Holy Spirit brings to your mind that you say, just say, I break the power of those words. Right Amen. now. Amen. Well, I repent as well. Yeah. We yeah. All, we all repent. Lord, I repent help as us. Well. Yeah. Help, help us, us with our mouth. Help us with our yeah. voice. That we're Come on. Speaking life. And when we speak, we speak Whoa. as if we're speaking the very words of God. Whoa. Oh. Come on. Me too, Lord. Me too. And, and if you feel like you're in this, this conception, you know, of, of this mandate and, and he, since you're pregnant in the spirit, you know, call some intercessors that will travail with you, you know, yeah. call some people to pray. You know, we all need the body, you know, we all need each other. There's power and unity. And, mm. you know, there, there's another thing that, that I just, I don't know why the Holy Spirit's having me go here, but I just break word curses over everybody's calling. that's under the sound of our voice that other people have spoken. Yeah. In Jesus name. And I just declare, like even Balaam said, an ungodly man, what God has blessed, no man can curse. So Lord, I just yeah, bless the destiny on everybody under the sound of our voice that what God has blessed and ordained is your mandate upon the earth that no man can curse. And I thank you, Lord, that you fill their mouths with declaration. Yeah. You fill them with your glory. You yeah. fill them with your hunger. You fill them with your presence. You fill them with your revelation, like Adam was talking about, with dreams and meditation of the word of God. We just release the glory of everybody under the sound of our voice. Cool. I see awesome. the Lord strengthening, strengthening your spirit, man. Thank you, Lord. Come on. And so there's somebody on here. You have a, a, a just want to bless your call of evangelism. You've been having some irritation in your foot. 
I just break every assignment of hell against your foot right now. I just see the Lord putting on new shoes, new boots, or actually boots. You may sense it, feel it, feel the fire. Some people said they've been feeling the fire and the glory. So Lord, I just bless their evangelistic call. And if that's you, just receive it, Lord. And I just thank you that, Lord, you are equipping them. You're sending out the, uh, somebody's going to have dreams about a very specific place of harvest they're supposed to go to. And the Lord says, yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah. Oh, what nation? What city? Ask questions. Mm. Ask, be intimate with the Father in your assignment. Yeah, thank you. I see the Lord anointing. Uh, just do this this gate prayer real quick. Like like what he is talking about. Our body is a gateway for the King of Glory to come in. And every once in a while, I mean, I'll just do it right now and give you an example. I just say, Lord, I just cleanse all the gates to my body. I repent for any movies I could have watched. I repent for any sounds, any people yeah. I could have been around. Cleanse my gates. Let the King of Glory come into my ear gate, my eyes gate, mm -hmm. my sensory mm -hmm. gate. Just let the blood of Jesus wash over every single one of my gates because I see the Lord like getting the muck and the mire out of people's yeah. ears to hear the voice of the Lord. Whoa. Come on. Yeah. Jesus. Lord, thank you. That everyone is listening to this podcast right now. There's... Uh, Lord, there's there's just such an, a a supernatural surge of power that's hitting them, but not only just power, but it's just a when I say power, I mean there's this this hunger that's just welling up inside of them to be able to draw closer to you. It's supernatural hunger that yes. where everyone who's listening to this, their life has changed where they're just completely saying, "I've had enough. I want your will, not my will, but your will." So we release this right now in the name of Yeshua. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the spirit of revival hidden everybody under the sound of our voice that it'll be a personal revival for their intimacy with their, I just see fresh revelation. I just keep seeing yeah. the Lord giving bread to everybody under the sound of our voice. So Lord, just, just give them revelation today. Whoa. Of the things you, that, 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 Adam and everybody that watches the replay on this, just give them the revelation of the Jesus Christ, the true mm. manna from heaven, the true manna from heaven, revelation of your healing power, revelation of your deliverance power. You know, like you said, Adam, like one of my mandates is to equip on deliverance. It's not my only mandate, but there's deliverance in the glory. But like you said, sometimes people fall away as you walk in your mandate. And you have to keep pressing past that. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but your mandate might be healing, might be miracles, might be signs and wonders, maybe prophetic, maybe deliverance. And you just got to lay the people down that won't go with you because they're not called to go with you. And I see the Lord breaking that trauma, that rejection off your heart. You didn't understand why they didn't support you. So, Lord, we just we just speak a life to their heart. We just declare, Lord, that you're mm. resurrecting, resurrecting hearts and enlarging the hearts of everybody under the sound of our voice, whether well, you're enlarging the hearts to care the assignment that you're birthing in them. In yeah, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Mm. There's just like a, 
a holiness, like just the spirit of the fear of the Lord, like a holiness coming through here. I, yeah, yeah. Somebody said deliverance ministry. Yeah, yeah. Just realize that that's a miracle, too. And I really believe God is raising up um, people in this hour for inner healing and deliverance because it's part of the mandate. You know, we can't pick. We need to do all the kingdom, not just, you know, healing, not just teaching, not whatever. Like we need a mandate, like what Adam says of, of all of discipleship. I've seen so many people just say, nope, I don't want anything to do with with deliverance ministry. But Jesus was our example and he did deliverance. You know, that was part of his kingdom mandate. And so I just bless that everybody mm. that feels called to deliverance ministry, whatever I freely receive, I freely give right now. In the name mm. of Jesus, in the area of deliverance. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I'm doing some equipping. If, if this is making you hungry, you know, Adam's got his book to share. I'm doing some equipping on deliverance in two weeks. Sign up for that class. And I just want to bless your heart that you have the strength. Like Adam, mm. when, when Adam had to walk away from his business mountain to choose, you know, what, what God has, it, mm. you know, seek the Lord on that. But I feel like there's there's people, business people uh, I'm gonna let you pray into that, Adam. There's there's some business people that God is mm. calling up and out. Yeah, Lord, I decree right now the revelation of what it is to to walk in such provision and, and wealth. But Lord, I just thank you for releasing, Lord, such revelation that it's your wealth, it's your 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 finance, it's your riches you're releasing, Lord. But I thank you for the wisdom to to be able to distribute the wealth. And I thank you, Lord. It's uh, I just decree right now, as uh, as Peter caught the fish in in, in Matthew seventeen, Lord, he he, pursued, he he released, put a line out, and caught the first fish, and there was an expensive coin in there to to provide. Now I just want to say this: a, a fish. I won't go into detail, but a fish can not only mean a person or a evangelism, but it also mean revelation. Um, and I won't go into details as a, there's, there's some qualification for that in the scriptures. But but if you pursue revelation of those business people out there, if you pursue revelation, you come close and you tap into the ingenious mind of God. Come and on. God will give you inventions, he'll give you creative ideas. And inside of that revelation, it's an expensive coin. And uh, it provides and uh, it gives you that freedom to be above the system and not beneath the system. If, if you're a Christian businessman out there, and you're, you're actually under the system, it's really difficult to fulfill the mandate of God. But being above means you, you're completely free from the burden of debt or loans, and you, you borrow from none and lend to many. And that's what it is in Deuteronomy 28. You actually tap into that seed line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham was so super rich, he had to divide it. And because um, uh, he got it from Egypt, which is the, symbolizes the world. And there's, a, there's an exchange of wealth happening right now. The Lord, show me there's going to be such an exchange of wealth. Oh. He show me in my city, Adelaide, there's going to be such an exchange of wealth. And um, I want to say to the business people out there, when you see this, it might be difficult and challenging. It seems like there's, you know, there's, there's poverty around you. And uh, there's some people that you know in the similar industries that are actually going broke. God's saying to you, Take heart and be encouraged because you're about to come into an exchange of wealth. Come on. Because God's exchanging the wealth of the wicked in the hands of your hands. And God's saying to you, it's not your money, it's his money. And if you're a good 
if you distribute it in the right way, there's such an increase of blessings. You're going to have so much like Moses, you have to give some back. So, Lord, we just release it right now over the business people right now. We thank you for the ingenious mind of God that's actually releasing inventions, creative ideas, uh, that R.G. Latorno anointing. Uh, if, you ever don't, if you don't know who R.G. Latorno is, Google him. He was a Christian businessman who sold his business for something like 500 million or something like that. But he had inventions. He created the electric wheel that pulls the plane along. He created the oil riggers out at sea. He created the tree lobber. He created the excavator that digs, you know, the, the digs holes and trenches. He, he got these downloads from the Lord and he became a very wealthy man, but also he gave 90% of his wealth to the Lord. He tithed 90% of it. So I just release that to the business people out there right now. That glory is just so strong that they're tapping into the into such deep revelation, deep callers under deep, Come and on. there's an expensive coin in that. In Jesus' name, we release it. In Jesus' Oof. name, amen. I, I just also feel I'm a strong feeler, Adam. I go in and out of seeing and feeling, which is just a prophetic style. You sense, see, feel emotions for yeah. those that are not sure what a feeler is. But I'm really just feeling... Um, could you just release a blessing on the seers? I just see a lot of pain and maybe oppression that they felt in their seer gift. And, and maybe they got mocked. Maybe the religious spirit stung them a little bit. Could you just, whatever you feel led that the Holy Spirit's leading you? Well, actually, before you said that, I had a vision of one of the viewers who is intercessor, prophetic intercessor. Come on. And, um, but the, I've got to be careful how I say this. Okay. But there's been a leader that's actually has mm. kind of put you aside and hasn't taken you seriously. And there's times where there might be a little bit of you're working out, you're calling, but you've been put aside and there's kind of, uh, okay. you feel like you've been restricted and you're disappointed and you feel a little bit like you don't know where to go from here. But the Lord's saying to you, the sons of God are not led by their emotions; they're led by the Spirit. And, God, and and sometimes I'm not. I'm just going to say this, but you need to take it from there. I'm not saying you need to leave your church or anything like that. But some people stay in their church because of the emotions, because they they were they, they actually they've been the soul ties. They've been there yeah. for years, and they just can't really move on because of the fear of man. Or mm -hmm. well, that's all I'm going to have to say about that. And. Uh, and there's a, the, the God's going to give you the, the, the strength, supernatural strength to be led by the Spirit to go out and come into a place where there's familiar people that are like-minded with you. Come on, and, yeah, uh, people are responding. Church, yeah. Yeah, leaders, that can, leaders that can actually, who are actually on the same page. Okay? Come on. So in Acts 2, when they came together in the upper room, it says they were one accord, mm -hmm. kind of like like-minded and that's mm. when there was a sound like a mighty rushing wind and some of the 3,000 people got born again in one day. Come on. Hallelujah. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's what I got. So um, we decree over the seers right now. We decree yeah. over the intercessor, prophetic Come intercessors, on. prophetic worshippers as well. I'm getting that Come as on. well. Come on. The Lord's downloading sounds. Someone in the here right now is listening, is actually getting sounds at night and you're actually getting a dictator and recording the sounds. It happens a lot, actually, but you're getting stuff and you're actually humming the melody into your, into your phone because you're getting sounds and melodies from the Lord. 
because you're actually touching the edge of heaven. And God's going to release that. And I decree prophetic, God's going to release the word of the Lord with these sounds as well. It's actually a, a frequency that's actually not really sound frequencies. They're actually spiritual frequencies from heaven. Come on. And they're going to, and the, and the, the audio sound frequencies are, and the natural sound frequency is going to come align with these frequencies. And I decree yeah, there's going to be a prophetic word coming out of that with your, with the Psalms that God's giving you. It's actually prophetic for this season. And I decree that right now that the Lord, that as she sees and as she hears the sounds and wonders, I release it right now. As she Lord, I, I see this prophetic word, but she's, she's getting excited right now while I'm telling her, while I'm releasing yes. this. I just release yes. that right now. And other intercessors who are watchmen on the wall, I just decree the eyes of understanding and coming to a deeper oh level, level, oh level right now. We decree this right now. Yes, the Lord. eyes of understanding are open, but also there's a cloak, there's like a, I'm seeing it drop on everybody who's listening right now of wisdom that's coming upon from above, James. Wisdom that comes from above. The wisdom to be able to know what to do with this incredible gift that each one is receiving here right now. Yeah, even as you were saying that, Adam, I could see like the harp, like that breaker anointing for deliverance. Like when David used to go pray, the, the heart first mm. saw that there's a powerful, Lord, we just declare that powerful prophetic worshipers with a breaker anointing for deliverance. Mm. We just call forth mm. the CDs, the iTunes, yeah. whatever it is, Lord, we just, we just bless the prophetic sound with a breaker anointing in Jesus' name. Oh, so strong. Oh, shit, wow, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love this show. Yeah, yeah. So let's go here, Adam. What would you say to the the people that are learning to to steward their words, their visions, um, their writing? What's an encouraging thing? I I could just sense quite a few writers on here. Um. Yeah, I, I don't write a book for the sake of it. If I do get... Come on. If I, if I write a book, it's got to be encounters. I'm writing out of my encounters. Come and, on. Um, uh, and obviously when you get the encounters, you need to sort of kind of outline the whole, all of your encounters, piece them together like a jigsaw puzzle. Come on. To bring a message for the, you know, for what God is saying in this, in this hour. But... Um, I just want to encourage you that look, I'm, I was born with dyslexia, you know, and I didn't I didn't know what it was back then, so I thought I was a bit mentally ill back then. But um, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> I was a bit like you know Forrest Gump, you know. And they said to the the doctor said to the Mrs. Gump, "Your son's different." It's a bit like that. So, <laughs> but but what happened is that God, I didn't realize they didn't know what it was back then in the early seventies. And until later on, they discovered dyslexia. And some people are, there's one person right now who has suffered from dyslexia. And, and, and look, you know, I could never read or write, um, mm. but, you know, God can do anything. Come you know? on. And I want to encourage you, if those who are writers, but those who have trouble writing, but God spoke, you had a word that you got to write, and you go, well, how that's going to happen? Well, God can do anything, right? Mm. So, what I like to do myself, I like to dictate my revelation and dictate a lot of things that I say rather than writing down because of my 
because of the dyslexism that I've had, I don't have it now. I'm actually, I would say 90% of it is completely gone, but I still sometimes have some sort of stuff that I've got to deal with. But um, I dictate a lot of stuff before I get it, before I get it, before I write it and get it edited. So um, so that's how I do it. So it's not a matter of just start writing. Some people can do that, but just get an outline of, of what God wants you to say for the whole book and kind of sort of piece your revelation together. But the, one of the keys too with writing is that, you know, people love hearing revelation, love hearing teaching, but after a while you'll probably put the book down because people love hearing stories, testimonies. So the key is attach your testimony, your experiences with your teaching. Come on. You know? So people love hearing the testimonies, the stories and how God delivers and heals and, um, you know, and, but if you bring teaching to qualify it, people will love that. That's some of the keys to writing. Um, uh, and, you know, um, I never thought that I'd be an international best-selling author, but, um, <laughs> you know, I thought wrong God, right? something else. <laughs> God thought something else. But I actually got a grip of it once I got that revelation. Come on. Um, Even I, as you I, said I, that, yeah, I could yeah. see hearts being quickened with the teaching anointing. So, Lord, and, and what we freely mm. were receipt what we freely have received lord i just impart any um i've taught like i don't know 60 hours on webinars so and adam teaches everywhere he goes so we just bless your teaching anointing i just yeah. see we're quickening hearts for revelation for teaching um it's going to unlock 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 mysteries or we just i just see the god like a key going into people's heart and unlocking their teaching anointing so start yeah. stewarding it amen Amen. Start doing that because um, uh, teaching people think it, you know, generally sometimes some people will think, oh, that's a bit of a boring ministry, but it's not. It's powerful. You Come need on. to teach grip, you know. Uh, yeah. And as long as you make it colourful and you put testimonies with it. Come on. Uh, powerful. Very, very powerful. And, and there's something to be said with vulnerability when you're teaching, you know, that mm. you walk in with humility and vulnerability of of things that you have overcome you know there's mm. like you said the power and the testimony the powerful story and i just sense by the spirit of the lord that some of you have powerful testimonies that after you listen to this broadcast you might have a dream about teaching you know and you're going to bring that revelatory teaching on what to um what to bring to the body of christ in this season yeah amen amen I just wow. see like lightning going through pens. I just see lightning, but like fire, Ooh. like the pen of the ready writer. Yeah. We just bless her. Yeah. Each, each one Lord. under the sound of our voice. And we call forth the kingdom books. You know, I, I, you go in the bookstore and I won't mention any name, but I just declare, you know, that the light overchased the darkness in the bookstores, that, that more prophetic writers are going to be birthed. Um, even under the sound of our voice, Lord, you're going to raise up the books about the glory. You're going to raise up the mandate and, and even the youth writing, the kids writing that has to do with glory. We, we declare that forth Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. If you feel that word Hallelujah. hitting you, steward it with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I just see the, the Lord also pulling out a root of rejection and fear. 
out of somebody right now, you may just burst out and cry. We just pull the root out. Just hand it to the Lord. All rejection and fear from trying to carry your mandate. You've tried. You started. You tried. You started. And you've just been people. You've been misunderstood. Let's just put it that way. But you're very sensitive and prophetic in nature. So your heart is just getting, it just, it just experienced the sting. So Lord, we just thank you that instead of the root, just do a prophetic act. That's so powerful in the spirit. It's actually like prophetic acts when they put the, the lamb over the, the blood over the doorposts, you know, mm. yeah, that was a prophetic act. So just do a prophetic act and just hand the root of any, any fear, any fear, rejection or rejection, hand it to the Lord. And we just speak acceptance to that heart. I just see the pus coming out coming out right now. You may cry. Oh, you may just feel the, the revelation, the love of God. We just release the yeah. love of God. Refill them. Come out of agreement. Renounce any lie. Just because you've been misunderstood, that doesn't mean you weren't walking in your mandate. Yeah. And it's just very prophetic in nature. And it just takes time to steward it with Holy Spirit. And we bless your heart. And we bless the, the, the assignment that you carry. Mm. as a feeler and as a, as somebody who discerns really high, we just bless that. Mm. Come on. I, I, man, I feel such a strong anointing Adam to impart to the discerners. Um, I just taught on Instagram last week, an hour on discerning of spirits, which is a little um, different than discerning, but you can discern the Holy spirit. You can discern the angels. You can discern demons. You know, you can discern the human spirit. So Lord, under everybody under the sound of our voice, we just activate, and just declare that you're activating discerning right now in the name of Jesus to, mm. to protect the body of Christ. I just see it like two or three people on here. You're going to have a strong gift of discerning of spirits to be activated. And remember, it's always to protect the, the, the body of Christ. It's not to gossip. It's not to talk about people. It could be for intercession for certain people. But you're going to start discerning the heart and motives and discerning the angels. So Lord, we just bless that gift mm. of discerning of spirits in Jesus name. Oof. Hallelujah. Oh. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know we're going to mm. get off of here in just a little bit. I know the glory is, is so heavy right now. I want to make sure that I honor Adam's time to come on here. I know it's late over there. But uh, we just say, Lord, just touch everybody. I want to give a few more minutes for Adam to, to see if you can get anything else that you want to release. But I just say, touch him with the glory. Just do deliverance in the glory, Lord. We just declare deliverance in the glory right now from anybody under the sound of our voice that, that needs to be set free. Father, the Holy Spirit, mm. there's no time and distance. There's no time this and Lord, distance. Release your presence. Release your glory. We thank you, Lord, for dream encounters, deliverance. We thank you for the delivering angel. Lord, there's yes. many of them. We thank you for Psalm 34, verse 7. There's a delivering angel. Lord, that set the captives free right now. That the release the revelation that set the captives free. Come on, say. truth. Because Jesus set the captives free. But, Lord, there's a the delivering angel that releases the revelation of Isaiah 61. Come on. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that in, in Psalms 34, verse 7, the angel of the Lord encampers around us, a fear and shall deliver. So, Lord, we thank you for even the same type of angel in Acts 12 that set Peter free from the hands of Herod and what the Jewish people intend to do to him, uh, that, that delivered Peter from the hands of Herod. And we thank you, Lord, that uh, 
these delivering angels on behalf of Yeshua have been released. And we thank you, Father, there's dream encounters, there's angelic encounters to set the captives free. And we thank you, Lord, for the power of heaven. There's an assignment for addictions breaking off. There's an assignment for yeah, you know, for nicotine, nicotine addiction right now. We break that off right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we just come against also um, mental trauma. We break that off right now. We shut the door of trauma and we decree, Lord, that um, there's love, power, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, we release that over everyone who who's who's listening right now. I just thank you for the prophetic mantle, Lord. There's an exchange right now. We thank you, Father, for Lord, the signs, wonders, and manifestations of the revelation of the King of glory. Release that right now over every viewer, every listener. Right now, we thank you, Lord. There's a there's an impartation. Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah. Even as you said that, Adam, I could just feel the healing anointing being imparted to many as you were speaking. Mm. So if you feel fire in your hand, go pray for the sick. Go, go press in for the miracles. Go press in for the signs and wonders. So we bless the mandate of that healing and anointing our miracle signs yeah. and wonders that God is calling you to. And I even see the Lord healing wounded spirits. You're just yeah. wounded, yeah. wounded, wounded. So we just declare that the wounds are binded up by the love of Jesus Christ right now. Somebody is actually birthing an inner healing uh, mandate. So as, as, as I just see them writing and writing, writing and writing how God healed their heart. So as you start this process, if it starts today and you feel things break and journal it, journaling, birth this book, we just declare this book is coming out, coming out mm. of your hands about inner healing. It's so needed. Yes. It's such a yes. high anointing that, that God, he, Jesus came, you know, to bind up the brokenhearted. Mm. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's very good. Amen. So as we get off of here, um, we'll post where the, the Amazon link after the broadcast to the Lodge yeah, invitation. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Go, go um, get your book. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for that. And I want to thank you for the listeners. Um some of you, uh, some of the uh, our followers have been very supportive, and we're actually going to be on tour in Australia uh, in February. We hit Australia, we all throughout Australia. But the, the Divinity Code to understanding your dreams and visions, there's a divinity, there's a website called the divinitycode.org, as well as my personal one. But there's a there's an itinerary in the in the uh, uh, on, on the website where you can see where we're going to be at. I'm not sure if America's um, itinerary is up yet, but there's, you know, we do travel the world. If, you, if you're if you interested in coming to a conference, we'd love to see you. Um, Come on. And we're going to be in North Carolina, Atlanta and Fayetteville. Uh, yeah, so um, in May, around about May uh, 17th, I think it is. Uh, but... Um, but uh, we're really blessed to, to be part of America as well. And we, we love Americans. We, mm. uh, you guys are amazing. And um, uh, so, just the, the, the love that you guys have that, yeah. 
Uh, but also the, the 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 culture and the the history of of Christianity is so stronger than here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, we just we just love you guys and keep praying for Australia and and yeah. the, the rain has came some and you've seen a little break in that, huh, Adam? Yeah. Keep praying for Australia. The fires are still going, but a lot of them has been put out through the rain. There's been a lot of rain. But it was a pretty, it was a pretty serious fire. It was, yeah, um, it was catastrophic. It was actually like a wall of fire. It was a, it was a storm, a firestorm sweeping through the whole nation. So, appreciate your prayers and, uh, um, and still you some fire. Yeah, declare the rain, so it's completely out. We've had some uh, California fire firefighters come down too, which have been great, amazing. So, come on, so. so where can they follow you? You said the Divinity Code. Is that your main website? It's divinitycode.org, uh, but also there's voiceoffire.org. Okay. Voice, Voice, of Fire, Fire, ministry, no Voice of Fire Ministries.org, sorry. Come uh, on, so follow personal. Adam. Yeah. yeah. And there's also Adam F. Thompson. I always put an F in between Adam Thompson mm-hmm. and uh, with, with things like um, uh, Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, uh, so there's, uh, yeah, and you know we also we do post a lot of ads for the for the up and coming events, so you can find out what's going on and the latest. And I'd love to be able to see you at a conference; it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, amen. Just make sure you follow on Instagram and Facebook because I see a lot of yeah. the posts coming through. Y'all are great about posting everywhere you're going to be at, usually in yeah. advance. You know, and we do, we do. <laughs> month, well, we are. We some some have been completely booked out. Because uh, what happens is not just teaching, it's not just dreams and visions. There's real activation. I mean, I have, uh, when we're ministering, Adrian's revelatory understanding with dreams is amazing. He's an amazing guy. Um, I met him in Bible college in 1988, a couple of years ago. Um, but um, but when we st- I stand there and when we do the dream interpretation, the angel steps in Come on. and I get visions and I know what's, uh, you know, I see things, you know, we prophesy in part, but it's some things a bit abstract, a bit like Peter on the rooftop seeing unclean animals and you've got to try and discern what the Lord is saying. But um, but I, I see what's going on. I might know what was going on with your health or your sickness or your child or what's going And then when you release the detailed information, the faith expands in the room and you see it and you see healings and deliverances. You Come see on. the manifestation of God's power and it's very exciting. But it's not just... We're not just doing it as gurus. We, we love to oh, be able to equip and we impart and, we, and we're doing demonstration to show what we can all do. So. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the Bible says to honor your prophets and, you know, to appreciate them. So, Adam, I just want to thank you for all that you're sowing into the body of Christ. And I just want to honor you on behalf of, you know, the viewers that, that are coming every week and, and the body of Christ. And even for, you know, putting this mandate on a book, you know, you had a choice and you were obedient to the Lord. So that I just. Yeah, I had a lot of rejection with that too. You know, a lot of people Come say, on. don't do it. Or if you, you know, someone said, if you do this book, it's going to destroy your ministry. But, you know, wow. But I just, you just got to obey what God says. And um, Come on. I still, I still love the guy. We're good friends, but, you know, yeah, we yeah. do. You know, but the the enemy will try to um, try to you know subtly like Peter with Jesus, don't go to Jerusalem. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and come the enemy on. Will try to try to put subtle words, but 
I really believe this is the word of the Lord for us for this for this time. So Yeah, yeah. Amen. But well, I really appreciate you. you guys. It was yeah. really a wonderful meeting you in uh, in Carolina a couple of years oh. ago. I hope yeah, I yeah. get a chance to meet your husband. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's yeah. get up and do some food. We would love that. Amen. Have to investigate your itinerant coming up so yeah. yeah well be blessed adam i know you need to get some sleep what is it like one there now it's one close 20. oh yeah 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 so everybody yeah. just just thank adam be praying for those guys they have a lot of meetings so anybody that feels led that's really been blessed by adam's oh, broadcast yeah, please, please yeah, intercede yeah yeah everybody needs yeah. intercession so just bless him with with intercession yeah, appreciate that, guys. We love you. Yeah, we love you guys. Be blessed this yeah. week. Okay. See you later. Well, thank you. See thank ya. And everybody, that is another glory story for you. So I would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guest talk about on the glory today to just get alone with God and asked him to help you cultivate his presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that God wants you to be a part of.